This is Chris Phillips, and you're listening to the Sens Call-Ups. From distant studios across a sodden national capital region, welcome to Season 9, Episode 7 of The Sands Call-Ups for Sunday, March 28th, 2021. I'm Cardinal, Panic and Ucker here as well. The Senators, well, they can't beat Winnipeg. They own Calgary, and they're holding their own against Montreal and Toronto. On home ice, they have points in six straight games. And the goalie graveyard in Ottawa these days seems to be where goalies come to get hurt, not to end their careers, as we're now on our fifth goalie, or fifth string goalie, but the good news is Hogberg played for Belleville the other night, so the worst might be behind us. Boys, spring is here, and now the most important roulette game of the year is in play, and that is, when do you take your snow tires off? I got it booked. I got them off off on Tuesday. Really? Because I was I was off this week, which is a mistake. Because it was too cold. Well, it was it was still nice, but I wasn't in the mood. I didn't have anything to do, so I watched a lot of TV instead, which is fine, I guess. I've got another five weeks to take two this year, so who the hell knows? Um, yeah, so I I I got them off on Tuesday because it's supposed to be like twenty degrees. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And then I thought about it's like, oh well, what happens if it snows? Because okay. it can highly. Well, it's March. That can certainly happen. And then I also thought, where would I be going? Well, how many many kilometers did you drive on your winter tires? Since Bruce's birthday, because looking at it on the oil change, I'm at 5,000 kilometers since July. Yeah, I'm not that high above. 5,000 since July? Well, I I may be at 10, but... Yeah, but you have, to, you have to drive to work, right? I, don't, I was going to say, I don't work at home, but I'm yeah. surprised you're at 5,000. I would have thought it was... So am like, I. What? So am I. 2,500 at most. So, well, I was going around like for medical appointments and stuff. Okay. But I mean, I drive to the cottage every three weeks. Well, I got a little more than yeah. that, but I also had a trip to New Brunswick in there, which is counts for about, you know... Ten, a third? <laughs> a thousand each way, right? So 1,100 each way. Yeah. Indeed. I have not taken mine off yet. Um, cause I'm hope if we don't go back into lockdown, um, I'm hoping to go to the cottage the week and the weekend after Easter. And when I was up there last weekend, there was still snow up to my knees. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so even in another couple of weeks, the roads will still likely be very soft. So mm-hmm. I'd rather have my snow tires still on for a little extra grip on them. Yeah. Um, and then I'll take them off after that. No, it totally makes sense. Hey mm-hmm. guys, before we get going, I just, I, I really want to offer an apology to uh well all our all of our listeners and anyone who might be tuning in to listen to this um on our episode last week one of the jokes i made was uh was kind of ripped off from wandavision and uh blaming dj smith saying it was dj smith all along the little song there dj smith 
apparently one of our listeners was listening to that, uh, got get a bit of a laughing fit, got distracted, and his shipping boat got stuck, I guess, in something called the Suez, Suez Canal. <laughs> uh, it's been quite an international incident, so sorry that I contributed to that, and uh, hope well, you're doing okay. As we always say, no refunds. <laughs> I was going to say, everyone's doing fine until whatever is on that ship that they're waiting for becomes late. So now well, we know who to That blame. ship and Everything. all the other ships behind it. <laughs> are, are vaccines on this channel? Like, <laughs> Nope. Thank God. <laughs> um, you two will be happy to know, um, when I was at the cottage last weekend, I boiled approximately 60, 60 U.S. gallons of sap. I thought you were going to say hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> so I didn't actually finish the maple syrup. So 60 um, U.S. gallons? So how much maple syrup did I give you? About a half liter? No. Um, I didn't finish it. I, I was Because it's early in the season, it's a, little, it's a little light. So I was making it. I was boiling and boiling darker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't get the chance to finish it before I left. It was finished for me. Okay. Well, I or I did all the preliminary work, and somebody else did the the finishing work. So I'm hoping to come away with at least a, a few bottles of it That's uh, awesome. when I'm next up there. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Sweet. It was delicious, and it was. I mean, that last weekend was when it was 15 degrees, mm-hmm. so it was beautiful. I, I, as it was remarked on, I've never actually boiled maple syrup, gone collecting the sap, and been boiling without wearing a jacket. And I was out in a t-shirt. It was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. It, it really the, the, has been, which is the like, sugar shack was a bit warm, but, um, that's fine. Oh, I bet. Like of, of course of all years, right. Cause this has been the mildest winter I recall ever. Probably. It's, it's been fairly, we had a couple of cold bits, but we also didn't get that much snow. Nope. So I was, I was concerned about, um, that very warm weekend and having a big melt. Melt. Yeah. But there isn't that much snow around and up in the, mountains it's there's still it's still a good deal cooler so hopefully it won't be too bad we won't have another two years ago mm. i don't feel like making any more sandbags to be honest not i did true. that once it was it was you know it felt good to do it but i don't want to do it again yeah like this is not the year to do this stuff right? no no exactly yeah in the middle of a pandemic we need people to make we need people to gather together to make sandbags not happening i work in sales at people's I see people sandbag all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you get a point for that one. Um, We have a lot to talk about since it's been about three weeks since we were here. Um, I will take at least partial blame for that. It's just one of those times of years. Um, Yeah, we we were all scheduled and like, I'm tired. Are you guys tired? (laughs) Yes. Yes. It was bad. Okay. We'll just put it off. I'm so tired. We'll just put it off. It, well, we're all just running into the ground, so it happens. Um, we don't have any email to read tonight because we had one which is quite dated now, unfortunately, but we do have a voicemail, so we'll get to that. Uh, you can always email us, podcast at sensecallups.com. The forums are at sensecallups.com. Game threads are getting bigger. Bingos are happening left, right, and center. All on, And I mean, the games are pretty entertaining, so there's lots of bingo dabbing going on. And the waiver wire sponsored by Nettophone Canada is one eight four four seven two eight seven three six seven or one eight four four S C U S E N S. We do have a voicemail for later on. Uh, we got way too much to talk about tonight. Go. Game on.
I really hope one of the bingo dabs, uh, bingo squares, is for Sen's goalie gets injured. Yeah, that's the center one. <laughs> <laughs> so, since there's been so many games and so much change and whatnot, I um, want to break them all down, do hash them out. No, didn't do any summaries, but that's okay. So, I was going to bring up the stats, but also didn't have time to do that. Mostly because I thought we were recording two hours from now, but that's okay. There's a lot of these we don't want to relive anyway. So it, yeah, exactly. It's like we played well against Calgary. I think, as you mentioned, Cardinal. Mm. Um, Edmonton owns us. Yep. And holy geez. And so does Winnipeg. Well, yeah, Winnipeg still does. Yeah, we haven't played Winnipeg in a while. I don't think so. But no, outside of that, things that have really impressed me: all three goalies that have come in. Um. The fact that we have three goalies that we can bring in and play. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> picking up good. for picking up Forsberg was such a smart smart move. Mm. It's really like the last five to six games. Like the uh Toronto, I know we lost both Vancouver games and then we played Calgary again in Toronto. Like even the losses in the last six game spread have been good games. Yes. And uh you know, they're very, very watchable. And the team is fairly competitive, except for Edmonton. And it really makes you wonder if we weren't out of so many games early in the season. Like we were, we lost the game within the first five minutes so many times. Big time. Like you just, you don't come back from getting up three, nothing, four, nothing in the first period very much. Like Toronto aside. Yeah. And this is where I still challenge DJ Smith because Zub, who is probably our most um, not stable, but consistent defenseman. Just that you can't play in the first eight games of the year. Yeah. No, I want to play these other guys who were brought in who I trust more. And and how's that worked out for yeah, you? Yeah, because it's I, exactly. The, the players are playing a heck of a lot better. And I guess that's what you want to see in a season like this. You want to see improvement. Mm-hmm. I still think there's bad coaching going on with, they're just overusing Shabbat. Yeah. And this is not a winning season, so don't kill the guy. Yeah. So don't mm-hmm. do this. We we've seen what happened last time we did this to a young up and coming defenseman. Yeah. Use I know he's not they won't be as good as Shabbat, but use the other guys, get them developing, work on them because we're going to need them. Exactly. And so with that cuz the last two games have been a back to back. So he's played over an hour in, in in two days. Well, he had three games in a row, and the overtime loss. Yeah, it's like th- yeah, three games, three in and a row, four so days that were all four th- days, over thirty minutes. Which is like you're just asking for trouble. And I know it's like, well, he's young; he can handle it. You know what? In the last goal against Toronto, I think he did a bad play in, in overtime, which could he's be exhausted. based in yep. to fatigue. Mentioned sure, I'm sure he was exhausted. He had played over four minutes of that five minute overtime. It's, you know who will fit good. You know who will fit well into this system, though, of of overplayed defensemen is uh, Jake Sanderson from uh, University of North Dakota. Yeah, that was incredible. Played like they played last night and lost in their playoff game. Was it Eight, five what, overtimes? Five, fifth overtime yeah, in the fifth overtime. Yeah, crazy. That and he he, he almost scored on impressed. the play before yep. on the play before the winning yeah. goal. He almost scored. He yeah he was ex- very impressive. So was Pinto. 
And um, the two uh, announcers calling it, like the color commentary and the uh, and the play by play, were like constantly pointing out the fact that he looks like he's playing in the first period. Yep, it's just like, energy what, level and compete level and uh, just praise for him. And the comparison was of his offensive game being like Brian Leach and his defensive game being like Ken Danico. It's like, wow. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Expectation. <laughs> oh much? my God. I love it. I love well, it. And but, yet people would, people were upset that he was picked at five. We knew. Well, yeah. People, there were a lot of people who didn't like that pick because they decided they didn't like that pick. I'm well, not saying I, they were right. Personally, because again, with myself, personally, I looked at it and said, or even before the draft, and I m- must have mentioned this when we were watching it, Canuck, is like, the last thing this team needs is, n- is another left D. Yeah. But he can play both. Uh, well, Bransom can. Unless he's that lefty. So let's just put Bransom in, <laughs> and let's just take Bransom and play neither. What a blessing it was that we didn't get second pick overall. I still think we would have taken Stutzel. I hope so, but there was always a chance, right? If we well, there's only, yes. Not that you wouldn't get a good player uh, with Byfield, but it, it seems like Stutzler was the uh, was the man for the hour. Even the kids agree. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he's kind of faded out a bit, which is it's okay. I don't I don't care. Like this team, this team is bad. I don't but, think he's necessarily faded out. I think other players are coming more to the forefront. So I don't. It's not that he's moving back. It's that others are actually coming up to his level of playing betterness. There's some really well, goodly English for you. What's his point? I don't know what his games are. I don't think he's put up that many points recently, though. Doesn't have to. Summary. Suitsla. He he's doesn't have to a, in the first a cold year. Streak right now. No. It, oh. That's what He's I got want. A, what? a cold streak. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Game logs. Um, okay. Mm. That's better. No, he's been a plus player. Thank God. That's <laughs> that's good. Because uh, he was like second worst on the team with with like minus fourteen at one point. I don't know what's he at now. You know, my number one criticism of this team is right now. Uh, second being overuse of Shabbat. Number one is back pass power play <laughs> effort. They play stronger with more energy on five on five than they do with a man advantage. It almost and their zone entry is just embarrassing, deflating, whatever you want to call it. They barely get control of the puck in zone, and you watch them; they just they slow it down. Uh, it's like when you watch like NCAA basketball or any sort of college basketball like that, whatever it is. And you notice how the players are just running around frantically is exciting. And then you, you watch like NBA and because they're all skilled players and they're choosing their moments. Right. And you've seen it when they come into the zone, they kind of stop and they dribble and they kind of look around. What are we going to do? And I got to start pointing to that guy, start pointing to that guy. And then we come up with a play and then we execute, right? They're trying to do that. And the opposition knows it, and they just rush him, and they turn it over. They force him to dump it in early. They force to give it up on a stupid drop pass. Can't get in the zone. It's just so frustrating. So what are you saying? You don't like it? <laughs> I I found that it, it, it almost looked like, to me, from my limited I, – I do most of my games audio rather than visual. 
Man, the other night I was in Russell when the game was on, and I don't know how you guys Ew. can listen to the to the when you can listen to the game on the TSN broadcast when it was the Toronto Ottawa game because it was so so Toronto centric. Oh, I, I just like that out by now. I can't even listen to these guys. I can't even listen to their play by play. It's look so at Austin Matthews' bad. reaction on the bench. It's so bad. I'm like, give me give me Dean and Gord, please. Just Dean and Gord. That'll be fine. Thank you. Away we go. Um, but I found that watching watching them on a power play was it almost looks like they haven't practiced enough to do what it is they want to do, that they have to slow it down to be able to do it properly. Like there's not a muscle memory to be able to do that sort of thing quickly. Like say for juggling. Well, it takes them forever to get the zone. Well, like I, I don't know if you guys did. You guys see my Twitter poll? No, no. It's like what, what's harder to get a PS five oh. COVID nineteen vaccine or sense power play zone entry? Zone entry. <laughs> zone entry. Because you can't over you can't overpay for the seventy two percent of the vote. I'm shocked sure. and surprised at that. Is it <laughs> it might be something to, to do with your following, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. outside is, of overpaying for your power play, right? Is it is it still hard to get a PS five? Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, Cardinal, you, you mentioned listening to the Toronto game and, and hearing how biased it is to uh, Toronto. Yeah, Rewind to, I think, is the first game after you recorded that we played Edmonton. 7-1 Edmonton win. Like, we just got stomped. stomped. Wanna, yeah, listen to this call. The, the Edmonton is clearly dominating. It was only one nothing. This is the 2 nothing goal, but it's just it's clear that Edmonton's going to run away at this game just the way the flow was. And, and here's the call. Seconds into the game Monday night. There's a real eye opener to them. Listen, it wasn't a great goal. Koskinen should have had it, but a much better start here. And here's Devin Shore moving in. All the low pass is off. Now, what broadcast was that? Was that a local that's, Edmonton one? That's or is that CBC. A- that's, I don't remember his name. It's a seat guy. I don't know. He's, he's the one that does quote in, unquote in national. No, so that's a, that's a, a that, on CBC as a hockey night in Canada no, national broadcast. Sports, yes. or Sportsnet. Well, Sportsnet one, yeah, yeah. I, so I don't know. Like it's clearly the West Coast guys, and they're excited. And you know, I have. Well, I don't he's doing his say, regional game coverage for the national game. He was, yeah, but he didn't call any of the other ones like. That obviously, this is a player that doesn't score very much, and he's reacting to it and exciting for him. But, um, but just watching that, like they're just running up the score. Looking back at it after, though, because that's also cultural for him. Well, especially the soccer. Yes, but he didn't call the other ones like that, so I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, but it's because Kyra's. Uh, I think he's East Indian. So he's, he's just doing that. So to, he, he's uh, doing it because he does it for his Punjabi. Uh, okay. Um, listener or viewers, I guess. And so <laughs> he just carried that forward. So nobody else knows what's going on. Okay. Angus Cruikshank, uh, who was, I believe, a fifth round pick from two years ago, was signed to an entry level contract recently by the Ottawa Senators. And this lad's a bit keen. Um, and when I say keen, when he was signed, he was in his car very quickly and was in town by the next morning. But how far did he drive? Um, <laughs> I wasn't sure how far he drove. Uh, it turns out he drove from somewhere in New Hampshire, which is not that far. It's not like he's driving from North Carolina or something like that. 
Sorry, I'm laughing because we uh, we previously restarted, uh, re- resumed recording, and then uh, had to restart again. So we're asking the same question over again. But anyway, <laughs> we're caught up now. <laughs> we're caught up now. We're having some technical issues today for some reason. All this wonderful new technology is not working properly. Interesting. Okay. Why did they change math? They shouldn't have changed math. Because they made they wanted to do the new math. Because new math is better. I don't understand new math. <laughs> i had i had somebody trying uh, they actually asked me to explain to them how it was that i could do fractions in my head and i went i i just know how to do them yeah like, yeah a half of a half is a quarter and a half of that is an eighth and a half of that is a 16th and a half of that is a 32nd so if you have eight 30 seconds you know it's a quarter, it's a quarter yeah. what's the big it's, deal it's a lot of repetition i think too helps memorizing and yeah and, and that, the that's the thing with the new math is that you, you you old math you just memorized yeah well and if, if a bit people of, yeah. didn't get it they couldn't get close to it well new i math was apparently you, better for them and i sure so well know, how do you expect room? to know how do you expect to go to the grocery store and get within three dollars of what you expect your total to be that debit Who cares you swipe, don't really just, you don't just swipe just keep swiping it'll be fine you never care about what it's going to cost? This is not any advice, not that I know about. <laughs> I always have, an, have a running total going in my head, just so I don't get up there and go, oh. Always. Daddy, I need $500. <laughs> you laugh. I got a call at about 9.30 at night, about two weeks ago, from an old university friend of mine, um, whose daughter is now at U of O which makes me feel very old. <laughs> Thank you very much. When the daughter of a university friend is there um, saying, um, what, are, what are you doing tomorrow? Um, it's my day off. So I've got a few, I got some spare time. Um, could you take my daughter to Costco to get a new laptop? Cause hers died last night. Sure. Um, I don't know if you've driven around U of O lately. I haven't. Um, you used to be able to drive around U of O. It was a quad, and you could just drive around it. It was very convenient. Yeah, not anymore. No. You have to drive basically from parking lot to parking lot to parking lot. It's really inconvenient. Anyway. Oh, just with the old train, right? No, no. This is because they closed it off for pedestrian traffic through the core of the university. Oh, did they? Okay. Well, that's kind yeah. of smart. Until you're in a car. Well, I guess. Anyway, back back to Senator's News. Angus Crookshank. Welcome aboard. He's down in the Belleville system. Yep. Um. <laughs> What's the opposite of welcome aboard? Man, man overboard? Um, wave. You've been waved. <laughs> the opposite is you've been waved. I was going to say so, Patrick Weirkosh. I'm like, no, it's not Patrick Weirkosh. You mean the no. opposite is Willannon? Willannon would be the opposite. Yes. So Christian Willannon has been waved. Yeah. So the organization's um, done with him. He's been he's down in Belleville and playing mm-hmm. down there. Yep. As is Marcus Hoberg. So we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, um, Hogberg's just conditioning, so he'll, well, we don't even know the schedule is coming up, right? Well, yeah, we don't know when the next Senators game is right now, be, well, unless we look at the schedule for a ways out, because the next two games, uh, one of them was today, that one's already delayed, and Tuesday we'll see. Um, but they're probably going to make Montreal. up, yeah, but they're looking to move it because they'd rather make up one of the games against Edmonton for travel oh, purposes. Oh, Okay. Because like sure. Ottawa, Montreal, you can just either take one quick flight or take a bus if you really want to. Or a train. Uh, you probably don't want the train. For 
No, put them in their own car. You can take your own car in reality. Yeah. There you go. And I mean, the train station is quite close to the uh, Bell Center. Yeah. It's a pretty easy walk. If but I, yeah. walk. Anyway, I don't know so why they're so. worried. Montreal doesn't play contact anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so back to Christian Mohanan. <laughs> okay. So, so like, this is okay. another thing of like, okay, like, yes. Um, is he good enough? Yeah. I think he's a replaceable level player. Did we give him a shot? I don't think so. Did he pee in the coaches or GM's cornflakes? Must have. I think think it's a combination of things. I don't know if he got an opportunity because he has had some injury issues over the past couple of years. Oh, yeah. Like last year was wiped out, right? Yeah. And when he does get a chance to play now, he's being put into – he does make some mistakes, but he's being given very specific times to play, not a regular shift. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to our conversation about Logan Brown. Uh, in the last episode, if you don't play for over a year, it takes, it, it's not just a matter of conditioning. It's a matter of um, muscle memory and brain, like basically have your things become instinctive. Time, your eye, yeah, everything. Eye it has to be instinctive. And it's not if you're constantly going at it. Okay, what do I need to do here? You need to be able to do that thought process automatically. And if you're rusty, you can't. Then did he get an opportunity? Maybe he should have been playing down in Belleville rather than being on the uh, on the team in Ottawa, well, down in Belleville, on the Belleville squad playing in Ottawa. Right. Um, rather than on the just healthy on, scratch. Exactly. He wasn't even taxi. He had a chance to play scratch. more and more. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yikes. He wasn't taxi squad. He was a healthy scratch even. So I, I feel bad that for him, but I'm not 100% sure that he's going to develop into more than what he is because he's 26. I agree. And it's unfortunate, but um, the NHL is not a development league and maybe he should have been down, but we were scratching the bottom of the barrel for players for quite a while. So he had to be up here even if he wasn't being played very much. Well, it can be a development league if you're Brady Kachuk or Tim Stutzla. No, it's just a different level. Different I was going to say different level of development and also talent. Talent. They they already are very good players. I Curtis wouldn't say Lazar. they're. De- I wouldn't say they're developing. I would say they're growing into, and there is a difference. They yeah, already have what Brady's they need. Pretty much there. In yeah, they already have what they need. They're growing into a role. Curtis Lazar should never have been in. Yeah, is a great example of somebody who should not have been in the NHL when he was, and he's an okay player now, but. He could have been, yeah. Well, yeah. He could have been more if he had been in Belleville, but he was up here, and I mean that's kind of the same sort of mistake. Yeah, and and, and when especially when you look back at Curtis Lazar too, it's like, well, he got ten assists in ten games or something like that. Remember the line that he was with? McKinnon, McDavid. No, 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 with the the one here, it's Hoffman and Stone. Oh, oh. (laughs) yeah. By the way, like when you look back at it, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll explain something. By the yeah, way, Mike Hoffman, Mike Hoffman would only be at the blue line. Mike Hoffman was a healthy scratch tonight for Buffalo. Uh, St. Uh, Louis? Yep. And on a five-game pointless streak, it was just an alert that came up on my phone a couple of minutes ago. Interesting. So I thought I'd mention that. Um, 
In, no. in speaking of, of Christian Willanen, you could we, we can also say that uh, Brandstrom was sent to the a uh, to the AHL. He was sent down to the Belleville team. He's not. What on does the, taxi the coach squad. not like about Eric? Or what does he not like about Brandstrom? Um, he's he's too small. Creative. He's small, and he plays. He tries to play a bigger man's game, and he does a fair job at it. But he's. I think you're right. He's a little too creative. He's not staying in within the somewhat constrictive. This is how we're going to play. We're going to be difficult to play against, and difficult to play against that's, is that's more physical. He can't do that. That's I said, drop the pass back to our <laughs> own end tender. on the power play. But no, coach, I got this. But coach, I got this. I can get in. I can score. Drop the puck back to the goalie. So he, yeah. he's back up now. Thank God. Is he? Yep. He just got called up yesterday. Oh, okay. Which I thought was weird. I'm like, why don't you just let him play? Because Belleville played yesterday. Like, mm. Get him to play the game. And they got just destroyed. Um, but yeah, he had seven assists in five games. Nice. So if he built up some confidence and if he can take some minutes away from Shabbat, great. I was going to say. Or healthy give, scratch, one of the two. Except Brandstrom's a right player, a right defense, not left. No, he's, well, a left hand, he's a left-hand shot that prefers to play right, but they shove him on the left. Hmm. No, put him on the right. It's where he wants to play, put him on the right. 100%. 100%. Especially now with Sanderson. Oh, that pairing's going to be gold. That could be really interesting if you were to have, you know, alternate which side is the is the puck moving defenseman. So it's not always the left guy. It well, could Sanderson's be the left guy, not could be the necessarily right guy. a puck. I don't think he's going to tra- transfer uh, transition into a puck moving defenseman in the NHL. No, but if Brandstrom is playing with them, he's yeah. on the right side as the puck mover. Meanwhile, when Shabbat's on the ice, the puck mover's on the left. Oh, I side. see what you mean. Yep. <laughs> and then you put out Zaitsev with, uh, well, he's a right as well. Skate backwards. Zaitsev, now you're left. Well, well, we'll move on to that in a bit. But Zaitsev. <laughs> If Zaitsev's your 5'6", perfect. At $4.5 million? Well, okay. Well, we'll touch on that in a second. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> then you could have Shabbat and Zub. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And then like Sanderson, the Bran- and Sanderson Brandstrom. Yeah. And then... Uh, JBD. Is he left or right? He's right. Oof. So then you have two rights with Zaitsev and Hay. Hmm. That's fine because well, you've got Bransom again on the right side. Yep. On your, on well, your it, top four. It, it's certainly got potential. You've got so many options, man. And there's also Lassie Thompson who's a right. Oh, is he? Okay. One, yeah. one of the two, I think Lassie's a couple years away. Which is fine. Like Bransom will probably be two. Uh, Bransom. 20. He's 21. Okay. 21. Yeah. Like Lassie Thompson's 20. This is like defense is hard to play in the NHL. Yep. So by the way, Gustafson's only 22. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I think he just turned 22. Yeah. He looked great in his two games too. Yep. By, Most by the way, positionally sound out of all the goalies that we've seen this year. Yeah, maybe. In my, in my uh, opinion. Yeah. Well, like he, when Decord started, he I, I thought his first game he played was, and that was a while ago, looked terrible. Uh, but then when he came back in and kind of permanently relieved Murray, uh, he looked great. He started 
you know, everyone would start saying, oh my gosh, is this the goalie of the future? And then got hurt. But, yep. And then Gus comes in and is like, it's a goalie of the future. <laughs> so, so he was part of the Broussard trade, right? Yes. Gustafson was part of the Broussard trade? That's okay. right. That's Him a pretty good and return. GBD and <laughs> it, it is, but you want to keep moving back? Because <laughs> Mika is... Uh, yeah, like... Huh? And he'd be the one C that we kind of need. Yeah, well... Well, certainly against Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> He's been having himself. He's been, yeah. He's been feasting on the uh, Flyers. The Rangers have had two games against the Flyers in the past ten days or so, <laughs> and Mika Zibanejad has had a natural hat trick in both of them. Yeah, and one game was six points, and one game I believe was seven. Seven, yeah, and he scored. They played again yesterday, and he got one goal. They lost that one three two, I think. So he's clearly slacking. a distracted hockey player. He's a slacker, is what you're saying? No, no, what he's streaky. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Right? That's like the people that say. Sure, he was crap for the first two, three months of the season, even though he he had COVID severely. That's like those people that say, well, it's, well, what about global warming, you know, because it's getting colder now. What? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, you just change the argument to be whatever you want it to be. That's not global warming. Yeah. It's climate change. Oh, you guys are just changing the words. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes, we're being accurate. You're using a buzz phrase to try and make a point politically. Anyway, Fake moving news! on. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Back to the Ottawa Senators, shall we? This is great. It was good to see oh. Formington play the other day. Yep. Yes. Got, uh, was that his first? No, he's played two games now, probably. Uh, that was his first. Was well, it? Because he scored <clears> and it was like, beautiful. I think he scored in his second oh, game up. Okay, that's, yeah, yeah, we've seen he him play twice. Two. That's right. Yeah, yeah he's played wow. two. I like him, and it's good to see him back. He's uh, uh, Troy Mann. Whenever Troy Mann uh, has been on the radio with um, with Steve Lloyd on TSN twelve hundred, Troy Mann being the coach of the Belleville Senators, has uh, often sung the praises of um, Alex Formanton that he has really been working on rounding out his play within the role that he would likely have, which is a blindingly fast, um, B score B annoyance. Yeah. And, and he's, he's very good at all three of them now. Very good. It's like, Ooh, so we'll have, <laughs> can you imagine a team going, okay, finally Kachuk is off the ice. Who's this Formington guy <laughs> suddenly finding out he's just as bad. <laughs> It's funny how everyone's got, they got this role. You're going to be the fast guy. I, I just, uh, you notice that the, there's a new Mighty Ducks uh, TV series now on, on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. I haven't watched it yet. I actually went back and rewatched it's, the original it's movie. It's for children. It, is it? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, it does. It, like I watched like this is not for me. Oh, well now I'm disappointed. Cause I went back and watched the original Mighty Ducks movie. I think I only saw it once back in the day. And, it, and of course there's one skater that's like, all he can do is shoot. That's all he can do. So, you know, the whole play revolves around, you know, distracting and then getting him the puck and he shoots it and everyone just jumps out of the way because it's so fast, right? But so, yeah. Formington, you're the fast guy. You go around, skate circles and get everybody confused and then pass it back to this guy and shoots. Pretty much. You can dress him up as a goalie and hide him too. 
Exactly. <laughs> Spoilers, I think that's the second movie. <laughs> Stop it. So, did they win? Yeah, real movie? real happy with Formington. <laughs> R- really happy with him. I- I'm glad he's up. And who's this Clark Bishop dude? Remember um, we said, surprise. who's Clark Bishop? <laughs> and well, then like, that was one of the know. ones we said. Yeah. Actually, he moves diagonally on the ice only, forward or back. But the the original one we said that about was was Jonathan Aspero. But uh, yeah, then, then eventually it was who's Clark Bishop? Um, yeah. And I would I would answer that question with a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah. Now is is he a draft pick of ours, or we pick him up on? No. So we we traded uh, with Carolina for Max Lajoie. Right. He came. Uh, we talked about this last episode. That's right. So yeah. Um, okay. As as much as we were talking last time about, wouldn't it be good to have still a defenseman like Lajoie around? Um, this is not a not a bad thing coming back. Be awesome mm-hmm. if the player we traded last name was Knight. Traded Knight for Bishop. Bishop to Knight too. <laughs> so they trade them again. Yeah. <laughs> Clark Bishop for Spencer Knight. Got it. One for one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, and, and I saw like, apparently his fancy stats are through the roof. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, because, like, it's always like, how is he in the offensive zone? And he's a fourth liner, and people are just like, well, it's like, this, you might get a third liner out of this. I'm like, no. If he's your fourth line player. Good. Good. <laughs> if we can keep him as a fourth line player, good. let's keep him as a fourth line player. I'd rather have him as a fourth liner than push him up to third and get a deadweight person. And then he's not good enough for a third liner, or just a below average third liner. Mm-hmm. And then you have dead weight on the fourth. This is like let's start setting the bar the bar higher here, please, please. Exactly. If 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 they could be a third liner and they're on our fourth line, that's a good thing. Yeah. Don't mess with it. I'm with you. Hey, you want to do the uh, draft protection list now? No, we're almost done. And Erica Branson, I, I think he's back. Oh. He. I think well, it depends on when the next game is. Did we miss? Well, him? yeah, he he was practicing with Brandstrom today. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, fair they, enough. They've they've got to show him before the trade deadline, anyways. So speaking of, um, with the trade deadline, um, the uh the quarantine period has changed from fourteen to seven days. Yep, and then Only immediately Eric hockey. Saul gets traded to Montreal. By coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Granted, I mean, yeah. Well, he has a no trade, right? So he was refusing to go to Canada because he oh. didn't want to do the 14 days. It's like, this is too long. Ah. Meanwhile, Ryan Dezingle is doing his best Nancy Kerrigan impression. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> <sighs> Poor guy. Got stuck in a room for how long? Two weeks? Yeah. Uh, he has. He has five. I think two months from now we're gonna have a family announcement from them anyway. So, oh, five goals. So what in else 10 are you games? gonna do for two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> Make babies. Yeah, well, it could be a exactly. could be a good workout. Exactly. There you go. So you keep fit. <laughs> Kitchen cardio. <laughs> Dingle has five goals in ten games. Now, before we move off the Senators, or before we go to the expansion draft, I don't see how two minutes of cardio a day is really gonna cut it though. <laughs> Keep working at it. You'll work it up to four. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Dezingle. Trade him? No. Keep resign him. him. Keep Resign him. him. What say you? You say, Canuck, you him. say, 
keep them and resign them? It, 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 it flows nicely into my protection list talk. It, huh? it does. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, it then, does for me too. Okay, then let's go into that. Okay. Do, you have, do you have a bingo ball thing? No way. No. Uh, what? Well, actually, that doesn't oh. make sense because it's not a random it's not. A, <laughs> it's not a lottery. <laughs> <laughs> I can make draft noises. It would be like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you see, mine would sound more like a beer being poured. But anyway. Anything about Seattle or a pirate ship? Did you go to Seattle? No, way. Eh? No, I haven't. Have been you been there. to Seattle? I have not. Okay. We'd love to. Honestly, you're uh, funny enough because they used to have an underground passageway and stuff all over the city. It's called the Seattle Underground. So wow, that's original. The old Sens Underground. <laughs> It's like, yeah, this would be pretty cool for a podcast spinoff. Well, yeah. let's let's register the the domain the now. website. <laughs> I'm not doing another team, so you guys can go and find somebody else to do another team podcast. That's well, way too much work. Team that's in the Pacific Time Zone, too. Yeah, uh, not happening. Okay, now well, I'll tell you who got my, on my uh, protected list. Kay. Okay, we'll do we'll do forwards first. We'll compare our forward line. Well, our, we'll do forwards, then defense, then goaltender, so we can talk about the same people at the same time. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, I was actually, when I went into this, I thought I might be going the eight skaters, but I didn't because there's not enough forwards that I want to protect. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, well, okay. So keep in mind. So those that are listening right now, like Tim Stutzla, Josh Norris, uh, Alex Formington, like th- those guys, they're, they're exempt from this. Sokolov, so, Zub. Yeah. So, Brandstrom, so all... here's the seven that I have. Colin, uh, Colin White, mm-hmm. Connor Brown, Chris Tierney. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, you're, you're starting low. Uh, <laughs> these, are, these aren't in order. Uh, Nick Paul, Brady Kachuk, Drake Batherson. The last one is actually either if he re-signs, Ryan Dezingle, if not Austin Watson. And I, you know, if Dezingle re-signs, I might even be willing to take a defenseman away just to get those didn't go the eight model but uh so what what's absent from that list is i am not protecting that enough or step on well i think he's done mm-hmm. um i'm not protecting who else is a big name here logan brown so i think noticeable absence is there i'm exposing logan brown i'm exposing that enough interesting pan I pretty much have the same thing. So I've got Colin White, Connor Brown, Chris Tierney. Yeah. Um, I skipped Watson, which kind of looking back might be a little bit of a mistake. Uh, it's just Nick cheap Paul. He's cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Paul, Brady Kachuk. Like he should be replaceable. Austin Watson, but he's kind of not. Mm-hmm. Um, Brady Kachuk, Drake Batherson, and I put in uh, Vitaly Abramov. Based solely on what Colonel told me in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Which is I, what, again? That Troy Mann loves him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't protect uh, Vitaly Abramov. And I did not protect Ryan Dezingle. Because he's not to be signed yet. And yeah. I also did not protect Austin Watson. Yeah. Because I think you probably could replace him. I also don't think he's much of a target. So, oh, I think he'd be a great target for a, for an expansion team. 
Well, I protected Logan Brown instead. Because um, investment, I, he's he's there's a fair amount of investment in him, which I think still needs. He needs to play in Belleville for at least another year. He doesn't want to. I understand that. His agent doesn't want to. He, I understand that. He needs to that. play hockey for another year. Exactly. He needs to play hockey, not be on a taxi squad, not be a healthy scratch, not playing a fourth line role with maybe eight minutes a game. He needs to play a lot of hockey and he needs to do that in Belleville. Yeah. And I'm not willing to give up on him. So I protected him. If Ryan Dezingle does sign, that makes my life a little more difficult. I would probably expose Chris Tierney to... Um, protect Ryan Dezingle and I still would not protect Austin Watson so the reason that I haven't protected Ryan Dezingle is because I have a handshake agreement with him which is here's your two year contract first year one million second year three million let's just wait until after the expansion draft to formalize things well that would make a nice little arrangement if you can do that for sure it's sure. corruption and collusion. Yep. Like it doesn't go on. Yeah. So there's exactly. really no so, surprises. I mean, no. I mean, Brady Kachuk is a no brainer. I think Drake Batherson is probably on He's everybody's no radar too, right? Yeah, no brainer. Absolutely. And then we're protecting a lot of just role playing. Good role playing. Good yeah. role playing players like Connor like Nick Brown. Paul. Or Nick no. Paul. The, Nick Paul is valuable to me. Yeah, to me, he is a valuable player to this yes. team. Yes, and he would absolutely get get taken. I think. Oh, absolutely, yes. he would. Um, also, a guy that I like on the fourth line, even though he's playing higher than that right now, set the bar higher. But with Foreman Tan and Dezingle, like you don't need him on the left side. Pinto's going to be up here probably next year, even though he might be in the AHL. Um, so four C for for Nick Paul would be great. I think the notable absent that all of us had was uh, Evgeny Dadunov. Mm-hmm. I don't think some, a team is going to pick up a 32-year-old with four years left at $5 million. I don't see that being an attractive thing for an expansion team. And, and I'm exactly. fine if he goes. I'm not happy with it. Uh, I think yeah, he's got 12 I think, pro, sc- I think pro scouting screwed up. I think they should have looked at who his line mates were in Florida and realized why his points are so high. Yeah, because I, I watched a highlight pack of, uh, of them when we got them because obviously it's Florida, so I don't know anything about them. And all they learned about that is how amazing Jonathan Huberto is. Yeah. So will Josh uh, Josh Norris get there? Maybe. Is it going to be in time for Dadnov to, to still be effective? Probably not. Oh, well. So if – especially in in the economy that we're in right now, if you're able to cut a $5 million contract, perfect. I also understand that Dadanov was signed because we were losing the the chicken game with, uh, what's his name there? Um, Oh. Duclair. Duclair. On paper, Dadanov's a much better player than Anthony Duclair. Right, but it it happened like right after that friction started, so. Mm Mm-hmm. Fine, whatever. Well, it was the same day, or pretty much the same day. Yeah. So, I, I listen, I'm extremely happy that the Sens were able to acquire a fairly targeted UFA. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem that the team is in the right spot for a player of his skill set. And that's fine. I'm not blaming him for that. No. And he can keep playing, and I don't need to target him, so that's fine. 
Now, yeah. going back to your point, Cardinal, because mm-hmm. um, you said you'd protect Logan Brown over Austin Watson. Austin Watson. Okay, kind of makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it does. It does. Like it, it yeah. does. I think Austin Watson is a more easily replaceable piece. He I'm not be. saying he, he, he would be a loss to this team, yes, because I think he's playing a very valuable role for this team. And apparently, yes, he's really well-liked. Yeah. and But my only caveat to that, or I guess opposition to that, is what value has Logan Brown shown to this organization? He hasn't. But he's that's right. okay. He's 23, not 29. I'm okay with that. He's yeah. only 23. He's a cent- Playing center is only slightly less difficult from playing defense so is he 23 yeah does he still have work to do yeah but he's 23 years old he's 21 years old in hockey years because he has almost two years where he couldn't play so okay mm-hmm. i'm not giving up on him yet yeah yet sure. wait that means i'm only 21 years old <laughs> you have that many injury years <laughs> those years i didn't play hockey <laughs> that makes me zero thanks very much <laughs> Who who do you guys have for defense? Um, I have Shabbat, Riley, and Josh Brown. Whoa. (laughs) I have Shabbat, Riley, and Zaitsev. And I thought Zaitsev was the one we were supposed to expose, but I'd have no one else to pick. So that's why I picked Josh Brown. Yeah, because I've got Thomas Shabbat. Everyone has Shabbat. Wave. (laughs) Just wave. But no, so with this, I'm expecting a trade. Could be. Bruce hasn't told me anything. I have no ins- insight into this, but with so many other teams, are going to have to expose someone. The, the the four or five defensemen that the other teams will probably lose are going to be much better than ours. So they'll and take one of our pending UFAs for that player and something else. As long as well, this will be a summer deal, right? Mm. So this will be after playoffs. And Mike so Riley doesn't make sense, does it? They the love Mike Riley. Again, like what I was saying, I think you need to set the bar higher than Mike Riley. Yeah. Has he been good? Yes. Is he the future of this team at 27 years old and on the left side? No, no. but for another two years, he'll do. Yeah, I'd like rather, is, he, I, is he a stopgap until Sanderson's ready? I'd rather yeah. have him playing than rush somebody young. But put him as a seventh D. Or be prepared to put him as his seventh I would I would make him the third pairing that could be scratched, but yeah. I would expect him to take a regular role rather than having somebody like Brandstrom or Thompson or somebody else who comes in mm-hmm. um, trying to play more. Whatever happened to Mikhail Wickstrand? <laughs> yeah, he's, Same age. Now, now here's, the, here's the important one. Which goalie did you pick? Oh, Just I see that. much through a dart. <laughs> I... I, I said picked, Decord. Yes. So did I. <laughs> As did I. Um, I haven't seen, not that I've seen a lot of Joey Decord, but I haven't seen enough of Philip Gustafson yet. He's younger, which is great. Um, and he played very well. And I mean, he we acquired him as a valuable piece in a trade. All good things. He's but, the only other consideration. I'm exposing Murray intentionally. As, yeah, and, and Hogberg. Um I, between the two, I have more time on ice, haha, um, knowing about Joey Decord and his potential. That's why I picked him. 
I it's it, it is a bit of a dart throw. You're right. It's a dart throw. Yeah, because yeah. Gustafson came through Gus Pittsburgh, has right? Bet the same. Yeah. Whereas Decord was because Gus also system. played for World Juniors. I think he won his year. Oh. Yeah. He's had a couple not great years though. In Decord, you haven't really seen that. Well, Decord's also two years older because he came out of the college system. Right. Yes. So, either one. I, I just I also prepare, prepared protected Decord based on the type of guy that he seems to be around the team. And the longest signed out. <laughs> oh, is he? What? RFA twenty twenty three. Now, that well, being said, yeah, so okay. from my list, the only people of value that we've exposed is Dadanov at $5 million, Zaitsev at a cap hit of four and a half, and Murray Although at a I cap hit of six and a quarter. Yeah. Well, or Gustafsson or Hogberg, if they're looking for a goalie. Like, they may find value in a young, inexpensive goalie. Yeah. No offense, By but the- Hogberg, Hogberg right now? Um, I don't even think I would qualify him. Well, he's just coming back from injury. Let him play 20 games and see what happens. Well, he it's was weird not to think- good before injury either. It's the other thing, too, that- is that there's 30 teams that they get to pick from. Up. Exactly. There's a lot of goalies that are much better than ours. Yeah. I think the only thing is that, like, I think Decor Decor and Gustafson don't need waivers, I believe. That would be the only thing so that they can get a goalie for their AHL team. It's weird that Anton Forsberg, the goalie we picked up on waivers, and he's playing for his fourth NHL team so far this year, is the mm-hmm. oldest goalie that we have playing for us, and he's 28. Yeah. yeah. Craig Anderson was playing for us last year at age 39? Yes. <laughs> so we have 26, 22, 24, 26, 28. Yeah, That's wildly. the five goalies that have played. That's in, It's insane. It's absolutely insane. When you think of it last year, because obviously San Jose's made some changes last year. Carlson was the youngest defenseman they had in the top six. Wow. Yike. <laughs> Seems like we're all on the same page with who to protect. I think so. Uh, unlike <laughs> well, four I, years ago. Well, I'm trying to cut cash. Yeah. Three or four years ago when it was like CC and Mathot was the choice. And all of us, I think, wanted, please protect Mathot. No. No, we wanted to for enough to risk his career. Yeah, that's right. We wanted yeah, for to risk. Howard Hmm. And I did not protect Vitaly Abramov this time, and I believe I did last time. Yeah. Ironically, Feneff probably would have loved if he got acquired by Vegas. He, he never would have made that team. He's too slow. That team was good. Yeah. That team was good. They never would have kept him. So so he's right because because it was – But I then they, they wouldn't have selected him. They wouldn't have selected him. He could have been exposed. They wouldn't select him, and they no, could they have – They would protected. have selected him and flipped him out. Just like yeah, what they possibly. did to thought. Possibly, yeah. That's right. They did pick thought. That's right. I'd forgotten <sighs> that. It was yeah. the beginning of the end. Yep. And we ended up with the draft pick that they got. <laughs> we used it for Which, Sokolov, thank well, God. Because it was Mark Stone and Mark Mathot's pick for Brandstrom. <laughs> and a third or second round pick. And it ended up being Sokolov. So I'm happy with that. Okay, so far. Well, um, I'm not okay with it because of Mark Stone, but it was a really good pick in the second round. 
Um, should we talk about a few things around the league? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. The, I mean, the big news, the big news, honestly, it, it will overshadow everything else we talk about is our long time, really happy when he was working one of our games kind of referee. I'm not talking about Dan O'Rourke. He was number two, but Tim Peel favorite goalie or favorite referee, sorry, of all Ottawa Senators fans, <clears throat> not, um, got caught. <laughs> saying that he wanted to call a makeup call and um the nhl said yeah he won't be working any more of our games they didn't say he's, he was fired no but he's this, and this, scheduled to retire in april exactly so he's not working any more games but they didn't fire him because that might be that might cause some labor issues uh, labor like law issues to do that so he's just not working yeah, any more games nice. yeah. um and i mean he's he's getting he's being the scapegoat really we, we've oh, yeah. known that there are makeup calls going on for ages and ages and ages, but he got caught. So the he's being scapegoated by the NHL probably because of legalized gambling coming and the money they want to make from it. So really, Tim Peel is the NHL's makeup call for makeup calls. <laughs> is what it comes down to. Like of everything that Tim Peel's done, it's like, is were you, were you surprised when you heard the clip? No. Neither was I. I'm, like, I'm surprised it took this long to hear him say it. Do you think he's the only one that would say something like that? No, just no. he's the only one dumb enough it's, to say it with a live mic. Well, weren't we watching? It was like one of the well, next so, games. Someone the turned game. on the mic on him. Yeah, they were well, testing saw the, the, the yeah. You saw like the ref uh, put his hand over his mic like this, and yeah, just to cover it, just in case. But uh, yeah, it's like. <sighs> And I get it, like especially when Bollies, I think it is that they have a contract with, and say, mm-hmm. um, "There's betting on these games, and you guys are fixing it." Exactly. Like, well, that's why they have to do something about it. Because yeah, if well, it wasn't for gambling, it would have just been scrubbed under the the rug. Oh, for sure it would have. Nothing to see here. Especially but like there's money involved. Yeah, and the other hypocrisy of the whole thing is that the um, the announcement that came out from the league was signed by. Colin Campbell. Yeah. Who's another Why? giant hypocrite. Yeah. He's, um, that's his role with the league. Oh, okay. Now he should have been gone years ago, especially with the whole concussion stuff when all the emails came out. Yeah. Well, nothing to see there. He's a favorite. He's not expendable yet. He would be, if he was he expendable, should. he would be gone. He, absolutely he would be gone. He is expendable. He's replaceable for sure. For He's, sure. They just don't want to. They don't need to expend it Old is what I mean. Club. Yeah. They don't need to make him expendable yet. So they haven't. Yet. Yet. Oh, no. Fair enough. I understand that. Um. Oh, oh I just lost my list of notes. Sorry. Um. Draft lottery changes. Can you explain that? I, Not I read really. it. Not really. Because okay. in true <laughs> NHL fashion. I can explain They improve it. things by making it they help more complex. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's exactly it. So the Rangers are all set now. Chicago seems to be in seems to be in good shape. Um, I was like, is that a skunk with you? It's a, it's a cat. <laughs> um, there's Benny. What? Oh, the, li- <laughs> the listeners can't see this. He's burying. Um, nice. So it's a happy cat. Yeah. So now I'm sure. Uh, that's what I did talk to Bruce about. He's like, yeah, I guarantee you Irishman like wrote a letter. Uh, it's, t- it's time to help Detroit. 
Because they've gotten screwed over on the draft lottery. Not as much as Ottawa. Oh, I think worse than us. I think worse than us. And they need more help than we do now. Um, And they're also top six, right? Or original six. An original six. So in the sanctity and the integrity of the league, you want to help out your original six first. So the draft changes are now there's only the top two picks are the only ones up for the lottery now. Okay. Not the top three. Not top three. So the worst that the worst team can fall is third instead of fourth. Hmm. Now, outside of the last year that we saw, is there a big difference between third and fourth? No. It 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 depends on the players involved. Depends on the year, right? Yeah. Um, and now if you do win it, you can only move up ten spots. So like whatever I like that the year changes was for the, what it's worth. Devil, I I do too, but makes it less exciting, in, in my opinion. I don't need a draft lottery to be exciting. The draft is exciting. The, oh, I, the lottery. Yeah, the lottery is theater. It's a show for creating well, controversy. I like theater and show. <laughs> I like yeah. hockey. I'm not interested in drama. So, yeah. Anyway, around hockey. But for for where the, where the senators are right now, one that's of course this comes after the fact that because we were what we were worst last year, second worst. We were second worst and third worst. Our draft picks should have been two and three. Oh, just in last year, that's right. And we had three and five. I three guess. and five. So, like we did okay. Um, and then the year before that, we didn't have one. Was that the we one didn't that have we one because it was it was traded to um, Colorado? Yeah, for Matt Duchesne. Mm-hmm. And the year before that, we picked fourth for Brady. Yeah, and we should have been second. Second, I think. Which would have been Svechnikov, which I think is probably still the better player. But Montreal blew it with Kotkaniemi. Um, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Oh, the day that they fired mm. Claude Julien, and just listened to TSN Montreal. And all they could talk about was Brady Kachuk and how great of a hockey player wow. he was. I'm like, man, <laughs> if if Ottawa people could talk about this instead of just nonsense and Christian Wallanen and like these depth guys. Maybe get some more market, like advertise your stars, please. Yeah. So. So, uh, yeah, I think we've got, we've gotten screwed in the lottery. Enough. It, like it goes back to Zabanejad, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think we should have been. It goes back to Alexander Digg. Well, the whole <laughs> reason bad. is our own fault. Yeah, we we made that pick. We had the number one overall, and we made that yeah, pick. That, we, we, we got to own that exactly. mistake. We 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 tanked it. No, we <clears> tanked <throat> it to make a tragic mistake. Who went second that year? Was it, it was Pronger, right? I think so. Yeah. Yes, because nobody remembers who goes second. Who goes second? Yes, that's. Right. <laughs> oh Not boy, so but uh, so yeah, so we've got good odds for this year, and then starting next year, you can't win it more than twice within a five-year period. Now, does that mean you can't Has, win first overall? You can't win first or second overall? Can't win more the than lottery. twice, or you, you can't, can't win the lottery. Up 10. Can't win. You, you can't, can't win the win lottery first or second. Right, but let's say like in year one, you move from fifteenth to fifth, and then year two, you move from 
13th to third. And then the next year you're a terrible team. Too bad. It's like, nope, too bad. You, you, you is don't that get how to... it works? Well, or is it first it... overall? Because of course it's the league's be got all overall. these caveats and we've got no idea. You yeah, would think course. so, but what about second overall? Well, what if it's Pittsburgh? Or <laughs> yeah. what you know, what right? if it's a like... league <laughs> what if it's a league darling that they want to get better? They'll say, Oh, well, that's not the interpretation we like, wrote I, into this. I have no idea. Of course. So so this is again the league trying to make something better by making it much more confusing. I had a good piece of news for you, which you may not have heard. Um, we, I, I believe we can all universally agree that the NHL.com website and the NHL app blow chunks. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's a fairly universally. Oh, it just likes to freeze and um, crash the, on me. Um, the good news is the uh, NHL's deal with ESPN for TV rights in the U.S. means ESPN and Disney are taking over both the website and the Ooh. app. Nice. <laughs> I think we had a lot better data in there. So we It'll, go from one Mickey Mouse operation to another. Hey. Oh, man. That's, hey, well, that's, that's good. a corporate joke. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Even though apparently I don't understand it. There you go. I had one really nice feel-good piece of news uh, from earlier this month that I forgot to write into our show notes. And it has nothing to do with the Ottawa Senators, so this would be a good place to throw it in. Um. Ryan O'Reilly, the captain of the St. Louis Blues, grew up in Seaforth, Ontario, which is a small town in southwestern Ontario. And um, growing up, the manager of the arena would open the ice for extra time for practice for both he and his brother. His brother is a, um, uh, he's a pro over in Europe somewhere, I believe. Um so the arena manager was held in very, very high regard by the family. Now, recently, the or a couple of years ago, the arena manager retired. And earlier this year, he needed a kidney. Ryan O'Reilly's mother said, here's one of mine. You got my kids. They're wow. starting hockey. You did everything for them. Here's one of mine. How? cool is that when i read the story i went you can't be serious i actually had i wanted to go and see make sure that the story i was reading was real even though the source that i was reading it from was reputable absolutely true ryan o'reilly's mom donates kidney to arena manager who got her kids their playing time in hockey yep that is pretty cool that's a heartwarming story if ever there was one um want to grind gears and get out of here Or do you have something else you want to talk about? No, I'm good. Okay. You know what really grinds my gears? I don't think I have anything this week. I don't Uh either. (laughs) We spend so much time getting ready for this. I don't have anything. We do have a listener email, though, or a voicemail. I have the usual things that grind my gears, but actually, no, sorry. I do have one. I do have one, and it has to do with advertising. Big surprise. Um, If you listen to TSN 1200, you will hear the ads for Saint-Hubert, chicken and ribs and blah, everything else. And they're having the St. Senators contest where blah. But if you listen to the ad, the guy, it's, it's a couple who are talking and he's saying, um, I'm wearing my shirt from 2007. I've got my beard, blah, blah, blah. We're going to be champions. And then a goal horn sounds. I don't know if you've noticed. No, the goal horns from Montreal. Oh, for a St. Senators contest. They use the Montreal goal horn, not the Ottawa one. 
Fail. Is this a commercial sound something like this? <laughs> when when you order from Saint Hubert and cheer on your Ottawa Senators, you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, it knows it has to do with getting chicken tenders, and I want uh, I, I need four wings, all left wingers, and it goes on from there. Like it's yeah. kind of funny, but it's the wrong goal horn, and I noticed it immediately. I went that that's just. That's a Montreal company going, well, nobody will notice. It's just a goal horn. No. Have you noticed how much uh, social media stuff is going on about Alex pumping the gold horn lately on Twitter? Yeah. I guess other fan bases find our goal horn just infuriating. And and look, I get it. Like when I hear the opposition horn go off, I get upset too. Yeah. He lets it go a little long. It's all we got, people. It's all we got. It really is. Perfect. Hey, we're the yes. we're the we're the second last place team in the league. We're allowed to celebrate goals because they don't happen all that often. And if you got if you don't like it, I got two words for you. Yeah. <laughs> yes and ha in some sort of order. <laughs> well played. Other than hey, we, that, I got nothing else that grinds my gears. Okay, we got a voicemail. I'll play. Oh wait, yes, yes. Hey guys, it's Alex from Rochester again. Just wanted to share something that really grinds my gears. Now, admittedly, from a different perspective as I drive professionally for a living, but uh, one thing that really bothers me is in most areas and states, in the United States and in Canada as well, when you have three or more lanes on your side of the highway, the side that's going the same direction as your own, trucks in most cases are not allowed in the far left or multiple far left lanes. So, assuming you've got three lanes, trucks aren't allowed in the far lane, you have people that want to ride in the center lane going slower than people in either lane, not understanding that your middle lane is our fast lane. When you have people sitting there and refusing to move, it causes trucks to have to pass on the right, which is not safe. We require a lot more space, causing us to pass in a lane that needs to remain somewhat free for people to get on and off, you're causing a bunch of trucks to back up and become this glut in the highway that just slows down everything, significantly increases the risks because if you're driving just a regular vehicle, you can't see around another truck the way you would if you're in a truck. It, it just really gets me every single time driving down the highway, could be New Jersey, Florida, Colorado, doesn't matter, and just one person that... Oh, I'm sorry. It just really grinds my gears and <laughs> just happened again. So thanks. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks, Alex. You got to be careful one. if you're doing that in Florida. You may get shot. Good one. No, very true. The The center lane, I'm doing 90 or 95 because that's what I feel comfortable with. And people can pass me on the left yeah. and all those people coming on and off on the right, they scare me. So I'm going to do 90 or 95 in the middle lane. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's really nice to have a car with lots of mid-range torque so you can get around people quickly. <laughs> I'm just picturing that voicemail we just got, and instead it's the ship captain of a large container ship going through a canal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it grinds my gears. This. It does show you all the pictures of that ship that's grounded in the Suez Canal. It shows you how narrow the canal actually is. For, and that for one's such wider an than important the waterway. That one's for, wider than Panama, I think. But I mean, if for I such an so, important yeah. waterway, they are very narrow. Because well, I mean, don't hit anything and sink. Stop trying to do the Austin Powers thing and do a seventy-two point turn, and you don't get stuck. 
Yeah, thanks, Tibbs. Um, do you want to do a week to come? Because we kind of don't know when the games are going to oh, be yeah. or which ones we're going to play. Nor did we talk about our schedule. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. I'll get to that. So a week to come tonight? No. Tuesday? No. Probably not. <laughs> no. Probably not. Thursday? Probably not. Saturday? Probably not. Thursday, Maybe. April Fool's. Uh, <laughs> we have four consecutive games against Montreal. One tonight and then three more. And Well, not we anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, then I can tell you one thing. Town and pumps us. So here, here's this. This was grinds my gears. The Ottawa Senators apparently are not allowed to play on a weekend. Well, on Sunday today, supposed to play on Sunday. Sunday, we never play on Saturday. Can yeah, you imagine if the Leafs March, play sa- on Saturday night? This coming Saturday, we had no Saturday games in March, and no. I don't think we had any in February. But we have three in in March. We have three in April. Maybe. We d- well, maybe. One's against no, Montreal, no. one's against Toronto, and one's against Vancouver. All in those respective cities. None here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I don't really care about this year. But, yeah, yeah, it, it was it was weird. And nothing makes less sense in the 5 p.m. starts against Western teams. Well, no. But that's local broadcast versus national. Mm-hmm. Hey, for those that are watching on Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. T- on Wednesdays. Yeah. For those that are watching on TV, and I know when we watch it on Sportsnet or, or TSN, uh, you do have the play-by-play, you do have the color commentary and the interviewers that are talking over the game. So this gets buried. But there's a lot of fun work that uh, the Senators are doing, and I know like Alex mm-hmm. has mentioned it. And if you listen to when they call a uh, penalty, so when the rink announcer says, you know, uh, two minute penalty for high sticking to number so and so, and then you hear, Yes, or ha ha ha. You'll actually hear that, but they're talking over it because they're calling the play. But if you listen, you'll hear that. Or when they're announcing the goal, they're like, You know, score by number, you know, whatever here, seven, Brady, Thomas Shabbat, yes, assist by. <laughs> He'll actually put yeah, those yes, ha, 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 yes in there. I laughed when I heard that for the first time. I heard it over the radio, too. It might actually come a little better over the radio because... Dean it's nice Gord, to have fun. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they'll, they'll wait for it and work around it, right? Yeah. And that's what it is. It's having some fun. Which we haven't... Well, also, we, we had the Hamburglar run, which was amazing. Now we got the Hogburglar run. The building run. didn't really let us... No, nope, do we don't have the Hogburglar run. Not yet. Force Berg. Throw There's Berg board. there. Berg. <laughs> throw ice on the ice. Um, <laughs> if 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 yeah, what? iceberg lettuce, please. We don't need another hamburger. It's going to be a berg run. It's going to be a iceberg lettuce. Iceberg lettuce. Okay. So w- one thing too with the schedule coming up is with these rescheduled games against Montreal. Colonel, you're going to like this one. Oh. There's a possibility that those Montreal games might have to get pushed to the end of the season. So, so if Ottawa is playing Montreal, who is teetering on that fourth spot, mm, that could be delicious. We, we could might knock get them to off. knock them out. Oh, ha ha ha! And yes. their cold coffee old yes. signing and their Eric. And Stahl. that's a sensico. That's a sensico <laughs> right there. So two coaches and one team knocked out of the playoffs all in the same year. For that's pretty now. Good. <laughs> yeah, never know what might happen. Never know. Okay, I'd be I'd be okay. With, I would enjoy that. I would savor that, even if we're locked down. All right, 
We don't know when we're coming back because we didn't bother to talk about our schedules before we hit record. And we've hit record a number of times, so Canuck, I'm really sorry. You're going to have to do a little bit of patchwork. Well, yeah, <laughs> <on> yeah, <everything laughs> yeah, this was a mess. <laughs> great, but great it will idea. be if, April. If the schedule is getting pushed out, we'll probably, like, trade deadline's April 12th. Oh, yeah. Monday. We can aim for around then. Sure. That would make sense. I don't think anything's going to happen this trade deadline. Never know. But uh, if, if something does, well, we'll be back shortly after that to talk about it, I guess. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, in the meantime, um, on behalf of uh, Canuck and Pan, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening. Sorry it took us a while to be, uh, to be back, but we'll be back, hopefully, without another three weeks going by. In the meantime, good night. See ya.